Well, let's continue the conversation then. I'm talking to Ian van Niekerk, who is the director of the Oakland Group. Now, uh, they are warning and basically saying that the agricultural sector should not be jeopardized by um, the conversation around land expropriation without compensation and the amendments to Section uh, 25B of the Constitution. Ian, good morning to you and thanks for your time this morning. Thanks. Good morning, ma'am. Let's talk about, uh, firstly, your contributions to this debate. What are you saying? I just want to say that um, I'm talking out of the, out of the, the eyes of a, a guy from the Western Cape, so I, I can't you know, give an opinion of, of the whole country and um, basically on dairy farming. I don't want to extend my views on, on other types of farming. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Mostly of the views you could connect to to dairy farming. Um, my basis is is that especially for dairy farming, you just um, take the dairy farming given to people that 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 can't do it. Um, it's going to kill. It's going to kill it. It's, it's it's in an article that that what was written that I um, did was that all the figures are there, but it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean the transformation. There's no place for transformation. There is big space for transformation, especially in the dairy farming, um, because culturally-wise, dairy farming is very much to the traditional uh, people from South Africa. So just to go back a little bit, Ian, um, this the statement that you have issued, right, what mm-hmm. were you basing that on? So has there been work that you as Oakland Dairy Group have undertaken, um, and, and and so you are responding you, in terms of what you have you have found. Um, yes, um, we've been trying and 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 pushing this thing on on the dairy farming for for more than a year now. There's more articles if you if you would go back that I've written, and basically in the dairy industry. Um, we, as are, I'm a processor, I used to be a dairy farmer. Um, a lot of dairy farms send them milk to me. I process it and resell it. Um, that we are paying between 40 and 60 million rand a year for marketing our product and for transformation, but especially for transformation. Um, but because of some bureaucracy, um, people are sitting up there and at not SA accepting the money but not doing anything. They've been receiving this money on a government law, right, from 1996, and they haven't done anything. At one stage, the political atmosphere is going to stand in front of the dairy farmers' door and they're going to ask for the for the land. But we've done our, we've paid our dues, we pay our levies, we want, we want transformation on a real way that people can make a living out of dairy farming. And my opinion is if we're just going to transfer it, like there's no geographical history in the transfer, then it's going to dump totally. It's going to hurt the economy. You know, it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's political, political guys and bureaucrats can't change the economy. That's how the economy works. Mm. You know, if you can't do a job, then you can't produce. If you can't produce, there is no product. If there's no product, there's no food. What have um, you been told about how dairy farms are going to be 
uh, affected? Nobody. That is that is the problem. We're paying money every year, but nobody comes back to us to tell me this is what's happening to your money. And the government doesn't take these guys and reconcile what they do with the money. The, 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 many years back in apartheid days, there was a, a board basically the same. So it, the whole apartheid system just got another suit now. They're still taking the money. They're still doing nothing with it. Just well, where it goes, nobody knows. They, they do advertising, but the advertising is so bad. You after If, if you didn't say dairy after work, you, you wouldn't know the difference because between a, a school blazer or pantyhose, what they advertise. Um, and they do nothing for transformation. I had a guy that stopped me at a, a petrol station. His brother just finished at um, uh, University in PE, or I don't know what the new name is, but and he was looking for a job, degree in, in agriculture. And I and I gave him my essay number. I said, these guys are supposed to help you. These guys, you got a degree. You just need uh, uh, experience. And they've mm-hmm. done nothing for him. They've, they've actually done nothing for him. And there's nobody that put them to the sword to say, what are you doing with the money? But okay. they force us to pay the money. And okay. there, is, there is a system. There is a system, a really recognized system in the world, how it can be done, how the transformation can be done without anything or hurting anyone or hurting the economy. All right, Ian, we're going to continue this conversation um, after this quick break. Ian van Niekerk, he's the director of Oakland Group. So many questions that uh, I have to put to him just to understand where as a a dairy group they're actually coming from and what is the foundation of the the fears and, and the concerns that they have about uh, the changes that are being made to Section 25. Of course, as it stands, we really don't know. We really don't know what those final amendments are going to look like. They're still uh, taking place. The deadline has been extended numerous times because of uh, the work that has been taking place in Parliament. So uh, you can also be part of the conversation on 011-714-2006. For now, let's take a quick break. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We're in conversation with Ian van Niekerk, who is the director at uh, the Oakland Dairy Group. And they are basically concerned about um, land expropriation without compensation. And uh, they are saying that, you know, they, we should l- rather be looking at transformation, ways of transforming uh, the industry, speaking specifically about the industry, uh, the dairy industry that is, and not necessarily at expropriating the land without compensation. Ian, you know, I was listening to you speak, and I think that there are two different issues that what you are saying actually affects. So you can transform the industry, you can transform the sector without compensation, but you can also transform the sector through sorry through expropriate without expropriation but you can also transform the sector through expropriation i'll get to the second part in a moment but just talk to me about these monies because you're saying that as an as an industry you've been giving monies to people and they're not who are you giving the these millions of rands to what who are these bodies that you're giving the the, the money to I that mean, you say yeah. are not accountable they don't give answers on what they're doing the money what what they're doing with the money rather they, these people 
created the organization MOC-SA, right? They went to the government and they said to the government, we want to tax the processes, these people that buy the milk like me, and resell it. But they're actually taxing the milk farmer because we deducted from their money. We have to because it's a tax. Mm-hmm. So we want 1.3 cents from um, the, the, the farmer's money. And with that, we're going to do marketing to, to market the products so that people will drink less other beverages and more, um, more milk. So the usage of milk will go up. But I totally fail because um, there's things that jump up like almond milk that's not milk that's juice because you, you can't milk a plant and rice milk that's not milk. So they don't need anything. So they totally fail in there. And then the second one that they bent the, the, the government's arm was they, they promised the government that if you allow us to tax these people, these farmers, right, then we're going to do transformation. Now, since 96, they've been taking, my figures can be under correction, but I think since 96, they've been taking between 40 and 60 million, milk essay, right, been taking this money. Um, they do a few ads. Um, in these, all these years, I haven't seen one black farmer emerges, right? I haven't seen anything that any way of structure how they want to do it, right? Um, but we still pay every month because it's a government law. So, uh, so, so when they talked about transformation, did they specifically say that we are going to transfer, uh, transform the industry by uh, developing and supporting emerging farmers? Was that one of the deliverables they in the contract? That, is, that was that was what we were told. That is why we're paying because of transformation. Mm-hmm. So we won't run into uh, a dead end that one day we haven't done anything that the government wants. That we will transform these people. And you look at 96, it's many years ago, you know, it's more than 20 years ago, 25 years ago. So within 25 years, they couldn't transform to even 10% of the farmers becoming black farmers. So what happened? And the only thing they had to do is, right, go to a system like the New Zealand system where you get uh, a share, milk, share milker, the guy buys in a third of the company or uh, of the dairy or 50% of the dairy and he works with a dairy with a total part of it and you get the geographic history of how it works what it works and then you can even buy more you can sell his share and go buy shares in another one the farmer that owns the dairy can take that money open up another dairy and create another 50% opportunity for someone else to buy in there, mm. right? So the system is there. The system in New Zealand already exists, but nobody is interested in doing it. And at that stage, then, then you will get the transformation of the guy that comes in, he doesn't matter which race he is, comes in, he learns the system. Then he can decide if, if this is for him or not for him. And if it's, if it's what he wants to do, that is fine. Then he can do it. He can learn how to do it. He can learn the economics. He can learn how to, how to milk the cows. What what the, the the ins and the outs, but they don't do anything. But they but but have anything. have have you held them accountable before? Because we, you we you can't. are talking you are talking about an organisation that because it's a government law. You can't what? We must if we don't pay it, they take us to court because it's a government law. Yes, that 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 for, part yeah. that part I understand, Ian. Yeah. But you are also saying, or you are coming on as somebody who is saying, I am concerned about the transformation or lack thereof that has been taking place. This particular institution um, was tasked with it, and we contribute to this 
institution and they have not been doing what they're doing. And you're raising it now. You're saying that instead of expropriating the land, what you need to do is get organizations like Milk SA doing what they want to do. So I'm trying to understand, are you doing this because of whatever fears you may have about expropriation? So you're saying, no, let's not look at expropriation. Let's fix these organizations. But if these organizations have been dysfunctional, as you're describing for the last 25 years, it doesn't, and, and they have not been held accountable by industry actors like you, then it, it raises questions about your true commitment to transformation. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, mm. but we're running into a dead wall, right? Whenever I ask the question, you just get, you just get wiped off. So don't, don't speak, go speak to this person, go speak. There was an article three, four months ago. I didn't even answer on the article. The article people found and they didn't even answer. Right? They, 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 they couldn't be reached for a comment. But I just feel the government, the government that gave them the right to collect this money, must you see, say, listen, boys, you collect money from people, you tax people for money. What is the result? Has, it, has, has, has it been convenient? Has it been convenient for industry players to simply pay these taxes and not be overly concerned about whether the institution is doing what it said it would do over time. And only now that you feel that your physical property could we'll well be, be threatened, no, no, that, no, we'll that you're asking, jumping to action. No, we've been, I've been asking the question. That the farmers still don't ask the question. I've been asking this question for many years. And it's the people that are sitting there, right? They just don't answer to, 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 to what they have to do. They just don't answer. I've been contacting people. I've been putting trying to put um, like this interview on you, putting pressure on them so they can come up with an answer, give us results. But they got no, they got no responsibility to answer me. Why would they answer me? What What so are your biggest count. What are your biggest fears around this this debate that is taking place right now? You, you see the the, the things. What I'm trying to say with the transformation thing is I'm very pro-transformation, right? So I use this opportunity to tell you that I'm, I think this problem has been coming because not because the transformation is not taking place. I'm not jumping because I'm on a hot plate now and people are going to take the farmer's land and I'm jumping on a hot plate now. Mm. No, it's, it's not the case. It's not the hot plate. I've been asking because they take 50 to 60 grand from me alone every month, right? So paying that. It doesn't feel fair to pay it, and nothing is happening. You, you understand? So it's, mm. it's 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 a cash money paying that, right? And okay. Nothing is happening. Okay. So answer you on that. So yeah. it's not. I'm not jumping on a hot plate. Um, the the economy. If the the farm is going to be taken without compensation, right? Either way, compensation or not compensation. It's going to be a problem if the people. But, but, but we don't. But we don't even know. We don't even know that your farm will be taken away, Ian. Um, you know, we're in conversation with Ian van Niekerk, the director of Oakland Dairy Group. We're taking a quick break. I'm back with your calls and him after this. We continue the conversation on the talking point. Ian van Niekerk, uh, the Oakland Dairy Group director. So, so Ian, as I was saying to you before we went to the break. 
they a, a lot of a, a lot of your concerns right now seem to be founded on you know something that is up in the air we simply don't know what the the final view of of that legislation I, is going to look like i i understand that mm, right mm. but the, the 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 conversation or the article that the conversation is what is my view without taking yes. land without compensation so from that view i must go that i must lead this conversation that the land is going to be taken without compensation right so that is that is why i'm giving my opinion and that article i gave mm. my opinion why what will happen if it happens but even even if the farmers are compensated and they give it to people that's not transformed into the job right we're still going to have the same effect nobody nobody speaks to that everyone is jumping now they're going to take our land they're going to take our land they're going to take our land the government can give money for the people and give, give it to someone that can't farm see what happens in the free state right uh, if you can't farm you can't farm the, the people must be, be taught farm then we will have a successful at the end of the day we're looking at the economy mm. we're not looking at they're going to take them they're going to take the farm and what's going to do they, the end game is the economy that we're looking at and my conversation is that even if they compensate or not compensate right it's going to be a disaster for the economy the people that take over can't do the job and can't produce uh, food and we're going to have a food crisis that's okay. what's going to happen. Okay. Uh, let me take a, a quick call. Pumzile, you're calling us from Humans Dorp. Good morning, Pumzile. Hi, Kathy. Oh, should, should I say Councillor Pumzile? Ah, <laughs> uh, Kathy, you can say Pumzile. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Comfortable with that. Hi, Ian. Hi, <clears throat> sir. Uh, Kathy, thank you very much for the good show. Mm. But I've um, called because, you know, um, I wanted to pose one or two questions to Ian. Mm. You know, there is this that is called AgriBEE, and uh, particularly it's applied by your dairy farming. The area where I stay, Kathy, in Koha, is predominantly dairy farming, do- sorry, dominated, so to speak. But, you know, this uh, expropriation of land without compensation should have been done long back. To me, Kathy, I don't have time for fake transformation. You know what Ian is talking about is fake transformation, where you'll find a rent, a darky situation applies at farms. As I speak to you, I would like to find out from Ian, how many farmers does he know of that are at court presently because of disputes between a farmer and a worker, where there is a trust, so-called trust, established to empower, so-called empowering black farm workers. And today, as we speak, Kathy, there are things that are at high court taken by the department in favor of the black farmers that are exploited by dairy farmers in Koha, particularly, so to speak. So I don't think it's correct for Ian to come up here on air and talk about transformation. To me, that would be fake transformation because... Farmers are taking people to 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 to, um, to sugarcoat, so to speak, and this trust for them to acquire and obtain funds from the state to develop themselves, in particular, in the expense of. Just the government should. Ian wants to come in. Ian should come in as a mentor to mentor those farm workers so that they can be independent 
and, and participate in the mainstream economy of this country All right. through the agri-sector. Mm. Thank you very much. All right. Me. Let me give Ian a resp- uh, an opportunity to respond. Ian, very briefly for me, please. Okay. I haven't got... Um, all the information on the Eastern Cape. As I said, we from the, I'm from the Western Cape, and I'm, I'm talking most of the eyes of the Western Cape, that what I've experienced here. And I understand what the gentleman is saying. He said that these things happened with the BEE agriculture, and uh, there was a lot of um, irregularities that happened, right? And with the irregularities that happened, um, the black farmers were disadvantaged. Now, I, I'm not going to dispute that, that happened through the whole country in all the industries. With the BEE coming in, a lot of people um, used it and manipulated it, and a lot of black people were disadvantaged because they were used in this process. So I can't disagree with him. It happened, but it happened in all the industries, right? It's not it's not to the dairy industry by itself. What I said is that um, I understand that he said the land must be taken. I will, I will be clearly... As a mentor, I'm available, and I think a lot of people will be available as a mentor, it's not just me. Um, so what I'm just saying is you need the geographical history of any, if it's a shoemaker or whatever it is, you need the geographical history to make a success, and the economy needs successful people to do the dairy farming. If we haven't got successful people doing the dairy farming, what's going to happen? All of the, the uh, Europe and, and Americas, all the dairy farmers get subsidized. So they get a milk price from the government. Even if the government can't sell it for that price, they subsidize with tax money. Then they put it in either power milk or in long life, and then what they do is they dump it in Africa. That's why you don't get big dairies in the old Africa. South Africa is the last one that really got uh, uh, big dairies. So the only thing that's going to happen is if people going to take over the dairies, as I said, without a, uh, a compensation or with compensation, the dairy is going to die down. They're going to import UHT milk, we're going to input powder milk, and the whole industry is going to die like the whole Africa, and okay. nobody's going to be able to start again. All so right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not fighting, I'm not disagreeing with him, and I'm not saying that it didn't happen. Of course it happened, it happened in, in, the, the, uh, in all the industries it happened that people might use of the, of the system. All right. Let me quickly go to Vuyo in East London. Vuyo, good morning. Please keep it short for me. Hi, good morning, Kathy. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Uh, good, good, Kathy. Uh, Kathy, Ian is a typical white person who is anti-transformation. Uh, it, this just reminded me, I've been in the dairy industry for the past 15 years, mm. and there, there's no transformation, none whatsoever. Now, the, the, the topic I was, I was under the impression was going to be on uh, expropriation of land without compensation, but it kind of di- diverted in that he speaks of, uh, what do you call it, these entities that are taking their money, but it doesn't say with regards to the expropriation of land without compensation. When the, the National Party government took over, they were very radical in their stance when they expropriated land, when they dispossessed us yeah, of our land. Yeah. Vuyo, Vuyo, cannot, Vuyo j- j- just hold on two seconds for me. So what I'll do is that I'll continue with Vuyo and with Ian for a bit after the 11 o'clock news head, news update. Let me go to Anne Musa. It's 11 o'clock. 9 a.m. till midday.
It's six after 11 o'clock. Welcome to the third and final hour of the show. Of course, uh, in this hour, we're going to be talking about how to create workplaces that help empower women, that uh, create a, a space where women can actually thrive. Uh, that conversation is coming up shortly. And we'll also take a look at uh, COVID-19 vaccines. You know, here at the SABC, we have set up... Um, a pop-up vaccination site and you can come through and get your vaccine throughout the rest of the week going into the weekend you just have to show up at our at the Auckland Park studios to get that vaccine so uh, do take advantage of that so we'll find out how things have been going downstairs before we do that though let's wrap up the conversation we were having um, between half past 10 and 11 and that was looking at the concerns that are being raised by the Auckland Dairy Group and this is about the amendments to section 25 of the constitution and how they believe land expropriation without compensation will jeopardize the dairy production industry in the country and of course a lot of other things have come out of that conversation. Vuyo you called in from East London and uh, basically you're talking about the, uh, the, the, the dairy sector and how untransformed it has been and you've experienced at first or seen at first hand as, as somebody who's been in the dairy uh, sector for 15 years? Well, that, that is correct, Kathy. Uh, when, when, when I look at transformation, we have to look at it holistically. What the, the dairy owners, the white dairy owners specifically try and do, which is what the first caller touched on, it's a render black uh, person type of a thing. They'll hire black managers and then they'll play them peanuts. And if you look at the pay disparities between white uh, managers within the dairy industry and even across the agricultural sector and to that of the black managers, you, you'd, be, you'd, you'd be surprised, Kathy. It's not even a portion. Black farmers don't even earn half of what these guys are earning. And these guys, they don't know anything. They only have grade 12. And this I'm talking from experience. I had a conversation one time with one of my uh, CEOs to say, but how is it that you guys want qualifications from black managers? But yet, on white farmers, you take a guy straight from high school and you make him a manager. I'm, I'm still waiting for an answer today, five years later. But where I wanted to go, Kathy, is that white farmers in particular in South Africa, they don't want to transform. And they hide behind the food security. And there's this stereotype, which is peddled by the media as well, that only white farmers can farm. Go into the farms and see who's actually doing the farming. It's the black people. If you look at the book uh, by William Bennett and Colin Bundy, The Hidden Struggles in Rural South Africa, it tells you, Cassie, about the dispossession of our people. How, when the, in 1948, these guys came over, they just took land without considering anything. Now, we have to work on these issues because all of a sudden we have to be scared about food security. Mm. Transformation in its nature is radical. The first caller said we should have expropriated the land years ago, and I agree with him. We have to be radical about it. Otherwise, we'll have instances where we have your ears coming in here, and it's, 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 it's fears. They, basically, they're projecting their fears because they know how they did with regards to dispossessing our people was not right. Now, if you look at, just last point, Kathy, if you look at what the EFF, for instance, is saying with regards to the expropriation of land, 
without compensation. Nowhere does the EFF say we'll go and just take the land. There's a clear plan of how it's going to be done. Now, the, the, the only issue is that the media will only tell you that the EFF wants to take white people's land, as if black people cannot farm. It is not right. Okay. Colin Bundy, in his book, The Rise and Fall of uh, African Pearson, tells you exactly that farmers now, white farmers who are claiming to be the, the producers of, of maize, they didn't want maize. They, they called it a kaffir plant case. Now, all of a sudden, they're claiming it. After they've dispossessed the land, they've reduced us to headsmen. As okay. opposed to the people who have worked the land. All right, Vuyo, let me give let me give Ian an opportunity to respond to your call. Ian, uh, I hope you're still on the line and your chance to respond yes. to Vuyo. Um, the line was very um, not not so clear, but I'm going to try to answer. And we started this conversation by saying that um, the the He's referring to white people and black people, if I'm correctly, and he's, he's referring that the white people are getting much more money than what the black people are getting, and even if they're doing the same job, you know, for that I, that's that's been fighting, that fight has been on since the 50s in America between women and and men and between black people and white people, and so that will always be going on that that, that male men, male people are getting more money than or whatever the case may be. Um, but, I can't, but 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 Ian, he was he was he was, he, no, no. He was making a more his argument was so I can't say it's true it's not true because I've not been there. What my argument is on that is my argument on that is that we are paying sixty million a year to let that money go you now to train people, black people in this case because it's transformation. So that day could earn the money that these people, that we always said the white people are getting, right? And I agree 100% with him. It is not fair. It is not fair if the one guy comes from a trick and because he's white, getting a much better education than the guy that didn't have matric but grew up on the farm. Now, now it's everything that's going on on the farm. I, it's, it's a totally valid statement. It's totally valid. And uh, I can't argue with that. Um, then the other... Uh, argument. I don't know if you want to answer me on this one or ask a question about this one. So, 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 so what I wanted to say to you, Ian, is that Vuyo is, is, is raising a broader issue around transformation. And he's saying it's not just limited to whichever organizations you may be making contributions to, but that in fact, it goes right down to how individuals such as yourself, who are responsible and who are running some of these operations, how you do things in your own businesses and whether that reflects the spirit of transformation that you're talking about. So the example that he's giving about managers, you know, how a black manager will earn this much and a white manager will earn so much more and yet they're doing the same job. You know, it's not good enough to just say those are ongoing struggles. What are you doing in your business? You know, what are you seeing in your business? Do you pay your your, your white managers more than your black managers, even though they're doing the same job? That's really what, what Vuyo is, is, is raising with you. As I, as I said, right, I'm not doing it, but there is a lot of people that do it. Because, and I can't, you know, I'm talking about the Western Cape, um, but I can't differ from it. We said it's happening in the Eastern Cape, it's happening in East London, and if that is a culture on that industry, um, it is wrong. I can't disagree with him. I can't say it's a good thing. 
it is wrong if that is the case. If a guy can do the job, either it's a woman or a man, or black or white, if he can do the job, then he must get the money. That is my statement. Um, the same with my businesses. If he can do the job, he gets the money. Right? It's a job description. If he can do the job description, they can do the money. What, what I'm complaining about is that we're paying, in a, and I know I'm, I'm repeating myself, if Merck SA could realize that this culture under the, the dairy industry is there, right? So they must have changed it. They must have come in and said, listen, people, you can't do this. This is not good for transformation. This is not good because at the end of the day, we're going to have people that's unhappy because um, we're going to have uprising. Because why? I will be unhappy too if, if, if someone is just getting a better pay because he's a different color than me. So there's no, there's no argument for me to say that you is wrong. Okay, all right. Is I think perhaps let's let's leave it on that note uh, because we have completely run out of time for this conversation. Ian van Niekerk, he's the director of Oakland Dairy Group, and thank you to those of you that called in to engage in that conversation. We'll take a quick break and we'll continue with more after this.